You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 47 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Kelsey Zimmerman. Kelsey is a New York City-based beauty editor and founder of The Tan Bible, a sunless tanning-focused website, and another business called Best Spray Tans Near Me, which is an advertising platform for spray tan artists. Currently, Kelsey's life revolves around writing and creating content for the sunless tanning industry, and she shares some great insights into her life as an editor and the importance of planning, journaling, and looking at the analytics of what is going on in the industry to get in the zone of her content writing. Now, before we dive into this episode, I wanted to let you know that the Doors to Beauty Boss Pro, our digital mentoring membership, will be opening for enrollment on April 27th, which is just around the corner. We only open a few times each year, and if you are a beauty business owner ready to advance yourself in knowledge, skills, and confidence that will radically change the way you show up and market your business online, then I invite you to go and pop your name down on our waitlist so you're notified when we open, which will also give you an opportunity to snap up some exclusive bonuses. So head to www.beautybusinessco.com to find out more. Kelsey, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It's so great to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is actually um, my first time as a podcast guest, so I'm very excited to be here. Yay, that's excellent. You're on the other side of the world to me. So first of all, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm guessing it's either really early in the morning or super, super late at night. <laughs> it's um, 11 p.m. over here, but it's fine. I'm, I love it. I, this was, I've been looking forward to this for, for a while now, so I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. We connected through Instagram, actually. I think that you'd reached out to me and you were doing an article on podcasting for beauty businesses. And it was, yeah, an honor to sort of do some writing for your business and then I was like, well, I'll get you on the show and we can hear a bit more about who you are. So I'd love for you to kick off the show with telling our audience what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is. Um, my definition of a beauty boss is someone who is dedicated to their craft, um, dedicated to empowering others through their craft um, and doesn't take no for an answer. Yes, I love that. I see that in you too. Since I've started following you, you are all about the empower empowerment, and um, yeah, also very very determined. So, and I think you really do have to be when it comes to running your own business. You've got to be, you know, open to opportunities and looking at ways and how to overcome obstacles all the time, but never giving up has to be at the forefront of your mind. 
Absolutely. Um, I, that is my biggest thing is I don't really believe in, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I know that there's obstacles, but I don't really believe in the word now. I'm like, there's, there's, if there's a will, there's a way, <laughs> um, yeah. but thank uh, you. And thank you for your kind words. That was so nice. Yeah. You're so welcome. So let's get started. Where did it all begin for you? Let us hear like, where are you from? a bit about your business and your family life and yeah, just share where you are now in your journey. Okay. Um, so I, I guess I'll start from the beginning and work my way forward. Um, so my love for beauty actually started, I think it was kind of just ingrained, um, in me, my mom, um, I grew up, um, in Maryland outside of Washington, DC in the States. Um, Growing up, my mom owned a hair salon. She was a stylist um, from the time I was born. She owned the salon from the time I was born until I entered um, college. So I was in there sweeping shampoo tech at the age of 14. I was always obsessed with all things beauty, hair, nails, makeup, tanning. Um, my best friend's mom also owned a tanning salon. And in high school, I would go in to work with her and I would tan. And I know that's very frowned upon now looking back. Um, but that's kind of where my love for tanning, um, started. Um, I also had a love for fashion and I was obsessed with magazines and knew I wanted to be a mag editor from like a very young age. I used to cut into my walls. Um, and so for college, I went to a small school in uh, Maryland, not far from home, it allowed me to study fashion. And I also played field hockey. Um, and then I was still able to work at the salon. And I also picked up a job at another tanning salon. Then after college, I knew I wanted to move to New York um, and work for a magazine. So I had a few fashion week internships under my belt, but not a magazine internship yet. So I spent that summer um, after graduating, literally cold emailing like every magazine editor, <laughs> fashion magazine editor in New York City. I eventually landed an internship at um, Marie Claire magazine in the fashion closet there. I then went on to be an editorial assistant at um, Women's Wear Daily, which used to be a newspaper. It turned into a magazine. Now it's just a website. Um, it's the it's basically like the it's been around for over a hundred years now. It's like the trade publication um, for the fashion industry. And I was there as in living the assistant life for like three years. And I decided that I loved fashion, but beauty was really more for me. I, I think it's a lot more inclusive and I love playing with products. Um, and dance beauty wrote for um, a bunch of different websites and magazines, um, Allure, Teen Vogue, um, Main Addicts, Marie Claire, um, Harper's Bazaar. Um, kind of all over the place. And then um, uh, last year, right before COVID started, I decided that I wanted to launch the Tan Bible, um, which is I launched on May 1st. Um, like just as a beauty editor, I kept like, I've always loved tanning, obviously. And I kept seeing um, so many new products being developed over the past few years um, and just really saw how fast the industry was growing over here in the US. I know we're a little behind Australia and the UK in the, in the um, sunless tanning world. But um, like you said, I, I just kept seeing new innovations um, popping up. And I was like, why isn't there a publication 
just for the sunless industry. Um, like the hair industry has behind the chair and has me and addicts. Um, and you know, there's like all sorts of different trade publications for like, um, like nails and makeup and there's like tanning doesn't have one. So I decided to launch the tan Bible. So it launched, like I said, May 1st of last year. Um, and I'm just really working on growing that right now. And I love it. And I've also started a, um, advertising platform for.com. And I've just been juggling the both of those and I love it. I have, well, virtually met so many new people and um, I'm, I, I'm loving it. I'm so passionate about it. Um, I love highlighting new trends and um, people in the industry and here we are. <laughs> Yay, that's so cool. That's great. Like, so you literally have now stepped out of the treatment room of the tanning room <laughs> and you're taking, I just love hearing so many different paths for our industry. Like you can literally choose whatever you're most passionate in, which obviously throughout your career has been writing and editorial stuff. And now you've created a business for it with our industry. It's absolutely fantastic. So congratulations on, you know, this, it's nearly coming up to a year for you with the success of this. And I'm sure that with, you know, more exposure, more word of mouth, um, more people hearing about who you are, this is going to skyrocket because we do all need to hear about the new innovations of tanning technology. It's it's like really changed since when I first started college 16 years ago to where it is today. Um, so yeah, so good. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. Um, yeah, there's, it's crazy how fast the industry has grown and um, just all different sorts of aspects. And now, and um, between spray tan solutions and self tanning solutions, and just, there's always like something like new popping up. And um, I really think that it's going to continue to grow. Um, so I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So well, when it comes to something that you've been you know you've started from scratch this new project a year ago nearly which hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running a beauty business or running a magazine that's based around the industry um for me I think it's really just juggling all of the administrative stuff um staying consistent on social um, and then also making time to brainstorm um, requests, you send like different product requests, do different interviews, and actually write the stories. Um, it's really need to spend more time writing. Like sometimes just every with everything else that gets in the way, and um, I'm like I <laughs> writing sometimes takes a back burner. So that's something I'm really working on. Um, just kind of juggling all of them. And it's, I think as the past few months, I've definitely gotten better at um, just like juggling all the different tasks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know that's the hard thing when it comes to all of the different types of projects that you have to do to kind of execute the one thing that you're needing to, to do from like a, you know, magazine or a, a big, um, like a couple of articles put together. There's so many things that you have to put in to make it actually come to life, right? Yeah, definitely. There's so many things to be mindful of, um, too, with the website from, you know, 
um, looking for advertisers and um, looking for like trying to land exclusive interviews about content and then keeping um, SEO, the you know search engine optimization in mind so that people can find me easily via Google. And then also just like the you know, just keeping up with like everything with the brand, making sure everything is cohesive and then obviously social media. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but it's been good. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are your two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when starting their own business? Um, I think the first one would be to stay organized and structured and have a plan. Um, like we were just saying, I think it's so easy to get overwhelmed with all of the things, but if you plan your days, weeks, and months and prioritize based on your goals, um, I think that that is most important. Um, and then I would also say again, um, the staying positive and don't take no for an answer. Don't let the fear of something not working out, keep you from doing it. Everything will always work out. You, sometimes you might have to pivot, but just start and then it'll all work itself out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so with apps, are you on your phone quite a bit? I'd love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without. Absolutely. Um, so I think that this is a popular one, but Canva, um, just, it's so easy to use to create content. Everything's at your fingertips. And plus they have some inspiration and pre-made boards and ideas for you that you can use. Um, number two would be Trello, um, which is an organizational tool where you have different boards for different projects. And within those boards, you can make to-do lists and plan like details out, um, also, if you have, you know, coworkers or someone you want to share it with, you can add them to your board. Um, and then the last one is it's pretty basic, but I think it would just be iCal. Um, if I don't put something on my calendar, it's not happening. <laughs> I won't show up. <laughs> well, especially with all the interviews and things that you've got to organize as well. Like we're in totally different time zones too. And even with me traveling, sometimes daylight savings can change our clocks. And yeah, if it's not in the calendar, I get all messed up in my head. So it's so important to keep track of that just on a personal note too. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I keep literally everything in my calendar, even like the smallest, like I have to keep, you know, everyone's birthdays, like personal things and work things. And yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to survive without the iCal. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so what is one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? Um, I think really just new trends, um, news and trends and different um, things that, you know, will pop out for readers and that people want to read about and something to inspire a post or a story to share with my followers and readers. Yeah. So yeah, just... I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, keeping up to date with all of that. It is. It can be ever-changing just really quickly as well. So Instagram is a great one for that, keeping up to date with the, the trend side of things and using hashtags to – I always talk with our members about – you know, looking into what, um, you know, the hashtag trends are actually showing as well. Like if you were to hashtag tanning 
or hashtag beauty salon, you'd be looking at about 3 million different posts. <laughs> but on those top ones, it really does show sort of what the main things are getting posted about and how high their engagement is for posting that type of content as well. Yeah, exactly. I also use Google Analytics too, and to see, um, you know, what kind of search words people are looking for, the exact phrases. So then that way um, that I can use that in my stories so that my stories are easily found. And then also because, you know, tanning is pretty specific, um, I get pitched from um, all, all across the beauty board, um, just from like different, um, brands and makeup brands, skincare brands, hair brands, just trying to also figure out how I can incorporate other parts of beauty, um, into tanning stories so that it's just even more content. So Mm, yeah, that's a good one. That's really great. Sometimes I think we don't look into the analytics as much as what we should, like when you're not a numbers person, it's hard to sort of take that time out of your calendar and actually look at the data that's actually showing the content that's been seen the most and then from others as well. You know, it's one thing us running our own businesses, staying in our own lanes and just trying to, you know, be on the content hamster wheel by continually de delivering value and education to our customers um, but there's, yeah, a whole nother world out there of actually what is working within the industry too. So that's a really good tip to actually look into the analytics of Google for that reason as well. Yeah, and it's so, you're so right. And it's so funny that you say that because I am not a numbers person. And so I literally do have to mark at least once a week, like time out of my calendar to check up on Google, making sure my SEO is good. And if I need to go back in and edit stories or edit, you know, um, captions on photos or whatever it may be, just to make sure it's searchable. So it's, I feel like a lot of what I do is revolved around have people being able to find me easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And do you have any specific routines that you stick to, to set your day up for success? I do actually. I'm a big routine person and also a morning person. Um, most of my mornings look the same. I do the wake up. I snuggle my dog. <laughs> um, try not to get on my phone until I'm out of bed make my bed, wash my face, brush my teeth, do that whole thing. Um, and then make some, get some water, coffee. And then I write my to-do list out and just literally plan my day in like physically write in a notebook from beginning to end. And then I also do some gratitude journaling. Um, then yeah. And then I kind of all walk my dog and then come back, answer draft emails and then go to the gym. So, <laughs> so it's kind of, I do have a pretty strict morning routine, but I, I find, you know, writing my to-do list and then doing some, um, writing about what I'm grateful for is like the, I, it's hard to start my day without doing that. Yeah, that's great. It's a great habit to get into as well and just get the, I don't know, the creative minds juicing and stuff too. It's nice to reflect on the day that's been, what's coming towards you, what is right in front of you. Sometimes we just don't stop and look at literally what's right in front of us to be grateful for. So it's really awesome that you do that. Yeah, I, you're so right to just check in with yourself. So I definitely do it in the mornings, but even too, if I find myself throughout the, the day that I'm frazzled at any point, I'm like, okay, let me take a deep breath, jot some things down, check to see where I'm at, where I'm going, what I'm doing. And then I usually have a much more clearer head after that. 
Yeah, that's so true. We've just finished our um, second Beauty Boss retreat that we held over a four-night, five-day period for 13 beauty business owners, which was just a beautiful experience. But a lot of what we did was a um, three-hour, actually, workshop on the importance of breath. So we took ourselves through a breath workshop and then um, it went a little bit deeper into the triggers and limiting beliefs that we were holding inside of us that was holding us back personally and professionally. But it's just so great to have that little toolbox inside of us now to go, okay, I'm feeling a bit frazzled or overwhelmed or you've got a bit of anxiety coming up from, you know, whatever projects are coming up for your business um, they can make us feel a little bit out of sorts. So the breath is just so powerful to just come back to center and reset. That's so incredible. I did see the retreat on your Instagram and I'm so jealous. It looked amazing. And that sounds like such a great practice that uh, some, everyone could learn from and use in their daily life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so true. We'll be continuing to make that a uh, part of, um, yeah, what we, what we teach, you know, I think we also learned so much about the, the pillars of business success and the number one pillar was all about mindset. So yeah, uh, I always have brought that into what I do as a business is the power of the mind and being positive and, and we're all about inspiring and empowering others, but it just, just shows you that we still don't do it in our daily practices enough and yeah, so I love that you do the whole gratitude thing. It's so important. Oh, thank you. I know you're so right. It's, it's such an important tool for everyone, I think. So let's move on to some rapid fire questions. What is the best book you've ever read? So this is sort of piggybacking off of what we were just talking about. Um, but I, The Secret um, by Rhonda Byrne, it's all about manifesting and the law of attraction. And I think since I read it, I think I read it for the first time like three years ago. Um, it's definitely changed my life. And I've tried to keep um, everything from that book as like a baseline for my life and everyday life. Yes. A hundred percent. That's probably why we have been attracted to each other in a way. I'm a big person to believe that your, your vibe attracts your tribe. And oh, I love that. that as well. Yeah. I love that book. I love the documentary slash movie. Um, and they brought out a new movie with it as well. I think it's called Dare to Dream. And it's based off of The Secret, the movie. It's got Katie Holmes in it. I think it's a really good lighthearted movie pretty predictable, but oh it's good. <laughs> I have to see, I have to watch that. I feel like I've seen it, but I didn't realize that the connection was there. I, yeah, I've seen um, the secret documentary, which was so interesting, but oh my gosh, I'll have to watch that now. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good one. And who's someone that you'd love to meet in person? Um, I think so. It's a toss up. But um, between Chris Kardashian and um, her name is Mary Rector Gable, but I'm going to go with Mary on this one because I think that she would be <laughs> more willing to speak, wouldn't um, make me sign an NDA. Um, she's the founder of Behind the Chair, um, which is the trade website and, and used to be physical magazine for the hair industry. And I just admire what she's done um, and for the industry. And I would love to do the same for tanning what she's done for the hair industry. Industry. So 
Yeah, yeah, nice. That's good. You've obviously been following her and you've mentioned her at the beginning of the podcast as well. I'd so love to meet Chris Jenner though. Would love to meet Chris Jenner and pick her brain. However, I don't think that would be allowed. So <laughs> I know I kind of think about like how a lot of them have beauty within, especially Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, oh, imagine if I could get her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, too, because too, one of their earliest brands was um, Kardashian Beauty, where it was the three sisters. So, and they used to have tanning lotions and aerosol spray and then hairspray, I think, and a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, they, and then obviously now they have KKW Beauty and um, Kylie Cosmetics and whatever. And I, I don't, yeah, I'm like, they have been through it all. So I would love to pick their brains. <laughs> yeah, I know they're, they're pretty incredible. That's like, it's a whole empire and it's not its own, isn't it? Outside. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And what's one thing you've procrastinated about this week? Um, so it's one of those just boring adulting things. I recently got a new car and I need to get like the title and tags for my car figured out. Um, and I didn't have a car for like eight years since I moved to New York. And now that I have one and it's just one of those things I need to get done, but COVID restrictions and whatever, and the DMV, it's kind of held me like it's, uh, made the process even longer. Let's say that. So I need to get that figured out. (laughs) I don't know if the saying goes in America as well, but we say to eat the frog, like whatever that big thing that you have to get done, but you've always put it to the end, but it's like going to make you move past it, you know, like get it off your shoulders. So we say eat, eat the frog. <laughs> oh, I love that. I've never heard that before. I'm going to use that for now on. Yeah. It's, I need to eat this frog with the title and tags for my car. <laughs> <laughs> and what is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? Um, so I, I mean, I know this probably sounds a little cheesy, but I feel like if I have an idea, I usually go with it and figure it out. Um, But I do think one thing is, is I've always kind of had in the back of my head to be that I wanted to be a TV host for red carpets during award shows. But I also don't love speaking into my camera, even for Instagram. So I think I'd have to get over that. So that's or that's more of like a mind over matter sort of thing I guess but yeah so I think that that would be it that would be super cool Juliana Rancic I've got her book as well um oh do you yes yeah gosh I love a bit of celebrity action so I've followed the whole e-news thing and it's quite glamorous what they get to do on the red carpet that is and that is I would love to do what Juliana Rancic does. Um, and just, I don't even need to do the daily TV show thing, but I think on red carpets and they're talking about everyone's hair and makeup and their dresses and who designed it or who, you know, whatever. I think that that would be, yeah, I would like that. Maybe, <laughs> they, just, maybe they just need to have like a, a beauty specific area, like where you can talk about the tanning and the makeup and the hair, because it's not given enough value. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think about, I have thought about that so many times, um, with, I used to write for elite daily and I would always cover, um, their, like the red carpet trends and we would stay up, you know, for award shows and write about who, who everyone's wearing. And then, um, we would get pitches ahead of time, which would tell us like, okay, this, uh, her, um, hairstylist is doing this celebrity's hair. And so we would be able to cover that, but I'm like, there definitely does need to be, a beauty focused red carpet host because you feel especially too now I think um glam squads and you know hairstylists and makeup artists are getting a lot more attention um and they've kind of become famous in their own right when working with celebrities and I'm like that could we could really benefit from that so I think we're on to something here <laughs> yes, absolutely well Put it on the vision board. You got to get it out there. <laughs> You're right. I, I'm going to. <laughs> and so last rapid fire, if you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, what's one thing you wish you had with you? Drake, the singer. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> I don't need anything else. I don't even need sunscreen. Like just Drake. <laughs> that's so funny everyone normally says like a book or (laughs) nope (laughs) just Drake I would be good to go (laughs) okay I love it cool oh this has been fun thank you so much for being here tell our audience what's next for you what's in the works for your business and then just share some of your social handles so we can go and follow you Absolutely. Again, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Um, And then so what's next for me is really just continuing to grow the Tan Bible, creating more content and really trying to work my way to become the voice of the industry. And then um, also growing Best Spray Tans Near Me and bringing a lot more awareness to the platform. We're adding a few new perks to the membership this week, actually. Um, And would really just love to get more representation from spray tan artists in different countries. And I really believe in both sites and where we're going. And I want to continue to help spray tan artists elevate their business um, through both sites. Um, And then for handles, um, the tan Bible is at the underscore tan underscore Bible. And then best spray tans near me is just at best spray tans near me. Perfect. I'll make sure to add all those links to our show notes, but when we also post to social media as well, because we've got a lot of beauty salons that are full service space doing all of the things, but then we also have some specific just spray tanning businesses, you know, and I think it's such a fantastic service. Like whether you're looking to start a business um, in the industry and want to start off with tanning, um, it's a really good profitable service to have in your business. And just, I think it's a really great one, especially like all over the world, but we're in Australia and, you know, we're always in different types of climates and stuff, but it's, a safer option to go down than going sunbathing. I don't tan in the sun at all. I go freckly and then go white. <laughs> so um, yeah, spray tanning is, is such a great service to have. And I love that you are creating this incredible platform where you're highlighting other artists as well as companies too. So good luck with everything in the future. And I'll be sure to continue watching your journey. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. you are so sweet. I really appreciate it. It's been such an honor and I love what you're doing and I'm so jealous of RV life. Um, and I can't wait to see your adventures and be, just thank you so much again for having me. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks so much, Kelsey. Take care. Thank you. You too.